0: Y'all, welcome back to Kentucky Fried Wargaming. We're two guys who aren't qualified to talk about anything decide to talk about a game with hard math and chance. I'm Joe. And I'm John. And on this episode, we are shamelessly talking. About the game we have recently found and are absolutely special interesting over. And, uh... Yep. Judging hyper by... Hyperfixation, go <laughs> Hyperfixation, boo, And judging by community sentiment and the comments, y'all are too. <laughs> and So we're circling back to hell with it. We thought we'd wait a little longer. Maybe do something that's more topical. Maybe cover some codexes or something. But no, we're just going to circle right back. Because uh, we recently talked about how we were, you know, I was going to try to pitch Conquest to John. And maybe I could gently get him involved in the game. Maybe convince him to, you know, just check out that little league. Well, it all worked. And now, we've sinking fast. <laughs> <And> What's up? <laughs> uh, we just thought we'd have a follow-up this episode. That, like, you know, if the last one was, hey, here's this thing I'm interested in, then maybe we should do an episode of... We've now both done this thing. We joined the league. We've done a bunch of hobbying. What's our first impressions? What's it been like trying to get to grips with this? And where are we going? Because that's the question. Uh, but first, we got to talk about hobby time and games played. Play music. All right, John. What've you been up to? I ask, knowing exactly what you've been up to. Uh so I have painted a ton of cruel boys and a ton of Wadroon.
1: <laughs> so I have painted I have built and painted a unit of hunters for Wadroon. I have mm-hmm. built and painted a unit of Raptor Riders for Wadrun. I've built and painted a Predator and a Scion Conquest. All for Wadrun. And it is done. It is ready. I am going to be heading into Blooded and two units of Braves next. Woo! And then on the Cruel Boys side, I have painted a Breaker Boss. I have painted a Snatcher, like a Sludge Raker. And I have built uh, the Monster Killers, And I have acquired <laughs> the rest of the army. So now it becomes how much Cruel Boys can I get done before February. Um, but nothing on the Porta k front. Uh, except for I finished the end of the death part two, which is great, phenomenal book. I mm-hmm. uh, won't spoil anything, but it's been a great time. And games wise, I have we played some AOS, had a fun time, uh, and then also played Conquest, which we're going to talk about in this episode. Uh, but overall, it's been many much hobby and many much like miniature stuff going on. No time for video
0: game, only time for painting. Yeah. Uh... We've just the past few nights been like, hey, let's play some Neck Warrior after just these incredible hobby streaks. Um, yes. I don't know. It's nice for it to not feel forced and to be super interested in, like, multiple fronts. That's an amazing problem to have as far as problems go. Who doesn't love that? On my end, I mean, as John said, we played some AOS. We recently had a little get-together for our winter vibe, so I played a bunch of Lumineth for the first time. That went interestingly. Um, he means well. It went well. I won all of the games, All of them. Went well. I have struggles with winning. It's a whole thing. We might do an episode on it one day. Ah, it's gonna be rough. Um, but it, you know, it's very rewarding. I'll put it that way. Like, it's a stressful force to get your head around. Um, but once you do, you could take units that are kind of lackluster in a vast majority of cases. And if you're careful, and you're tricky, and you have a plan... You could kind of, like, use these various pieces to, like, weave together new answers to opponents. Um, and it was super fun. Every game was a blast. Everybody had a wonderful time, which, like, don't get me wrong, armies are cool, hobbies cool, but, like, the thing that matters to me the most is that these are get-togethers with their gaming group, and everybody having as much fun as they did, I mean, just, like, raucous laughter the entire time, is an absolute delight. Um... And I can't complain about that at all. Uh, And afterwards, I also did some hobbying to finish up the Lumineth, as well as obviously a lot of hobbying beforehand to prep them. That army is almost entirely painted now, which is awesome. I can't wait to circle back. Um, And then I started prepping for the little get-together that uh, we were hobbying for for the League. So it has been conquest, conquest, conquest
1: conquest
0: conquest Conquest. (laughs) yeah uh last week i built primed zenithald and uh painted a blooded hero uh so he is done done and i think i painted him to a pretty nice quality did a bunch of highlights and stuff impressed some people at the league so i guess i'm doing something right um and he looks really nice i also based him as well as the uger that i had already painted before so now they're all based up and their movement trays are based and they're looking good uh, they were ready to play, uh, game one, uh, and then dove into, um, just, like, immediately, because I painted up the blooded so quickly, the huskarls that I was building the last time we sort of did a hobby progress update. Just to be honest, they were a little bit of a pain to build, uh, but painting-wise, they are longer than the Uger but I'm still having a good time with them, um, I'm just trying to approach them in this new way that I'm doing. Uh, it's not slap choppy, but it's sort of like I use contrast, gets base coats, and then I just highlight up various layers from the contrast. They're coming along nicely. Um, they are almost done. Like I'm, I'm looking at them over there across the room. And for this unit that is, if I'm going to be honest, the hardest unit, I'm going to paint for this army more than likely. They have the most gee and bobbles, which is kind of rare for conquest models. It seems. Uh, and if that's the hardest unit and I got them done in just, like, a couple of hobby sessions, I mean, like, four days worth of hobby sessions, if I was able to do them back to back to back, but deer season has made that hard, um, you know, they'd be done by now. And it's a good feeling. Uh, I just gotta highlight their cloaks really quickly and then wash them. And ba-boom! Huskirl's done. And then I don't know what I'm gonna paint next. I might paint trolls... Might paint some Bo Chosen. Who knows? But um, just sort of looking forward to trying to catch up on my painting. Uh, the League only requires we paint like 250 points of model per month. And uh, that's like one base regiment and a hero. So like that's the requirement for the extra point. But I just maybe want to try to do them all. Like if I can catch up <laughs> at the thousand point mark, it will be much easier going forward for me. Yeah, I think I'm already there
1: enough for my points for the next month, but I'm definitely trying to push past it. I'm trying to get everything
0: painted. Yeah. Um, the Huskarl alone will give me like 180 points or something, and then I add a Cunning Gear, which is like a single foot hero, and he's like 140. So those two combined would already throw me over. But I it like I think I'm just going to have time to do another unit as... Especially with the holiday coming up for Thanksgiving Uh, and if I can And I got the want Why not? Why not? And And there's quite a bit of want and interest Because boy howdy did we have just a hell of a time Uh, that's an understatement And I think It's worth talking about Play the music Y'all conquest uh roll supremacy i don't have a d6 oh it's fine i I win oh no uh yeah so i was gonna lightly convince john to like maybe just look into conquest a little bit i critical succeeded um john looked into it and then painted a ton of it and now we're in the league (laughs) and uh we had our first league day just this past weekend uh we are recording this just a few days afterward um and i guess just like minor setup for us to talk about how we enjoyed cod quest i think it kind of helps if we set the scene a little bit of like the environment we played in because uh, i don't want to like misconstrue people that we're out here like playing full scale point games that like tournament prep stuff and like that we're to grips with it that quickly because we ain't um for sure definitely not so I just want to, like, set it appropriately so we're not misleading anyone. Uh, So this was our first game day of the league that we joined. It's an Escalation League that is based out of uh There's, like, it originally started in Dayton, Ohio, I think, is, like, the main group. Uh, and then they started uh, recently, like, this is their first time, a little satellite group in Cincinnati. They wanted to try to run a league. Um, And I think we're at eight people? No, ten people in the league? Who signed up, up, most of which are entirely new to the game, like brand new mm-hmm. players, vast majority. Um, and it's 500 points for the first outing and that's pretty much it. You're going to try to get at as many games as you can and just get to grips with things as we increase by 500 point increments over, you know, four-ish months or so. Uh, so we got together. Uh, I think there were about eight people at the shop. A few people couldn't make it because of life happening. Um and like it do you know stuff happens i get it i get it and uh it was a really good time uh a lot of like shooting the shit waiting around having a good time because you really like when you go to a place like this and you're playing randoms who you don't know like you gotta you gotta feel out the room a little bit Uh, because you don't know exactly what you're getting into because let's be honest like Uh, all gaming groups do not have the same vibe um no uh, sometimes you walk in and you're like oh this is not a place for me um and i will admit like i guess that's always what i'm kind of bracing for uh but that was not my experience everybody pretty chill really nice yeah uh
1: the vibes were immaculate which we'll get into like later but like generally like some of the best fun i've had with strangers in like a miniature setting especially for a new game mm-hmm. uh maybe i'm just like like new boot goofin' with, with a Ooh, game but goofing it's uh it's just it was a good time um uh, i played wadroon which if you don't know are orcs on dinosaurs that play like elves, um which is great what a description right it, yeah like i love the aesthetics of orcs i love the aesthetics of dinosaurs um but i also like playing Trixie factions because i'm uh me and so i'm just i'm having a great time uh like the mechanics can be a little bit like much at first but like the group we had made it really easy to kind of like slowly roll into it where like mistakes were made in games for sure and people would just be like hey uh i think it actually works like this and be like oh shit let's read the rule book read the rule book and be like oh cool there was no arguments there was no like well actually i read this period and so it was like no like it was on point um there were, I don't think I ever saw or heard like any major disagreements or frustrations or anything. It was just people having a good time, uh, which was great. And I got two games in. I probably could have gotten another game in, but I like the vibes are going to end up chatting a bunch instead of just playing <laughs> games. Safe. Uh, <laughs> but like, that's fine. Uh, I plan on going to the next one, uh, a thousand points. You know, going to make it happen. Want to play. I would be playing right now if I could, but it's, uh, you know, holiday week and there's a bunch of stuff that's got to happen. so
0: i mean i look forward to thanksgiving it's a wonderful holiday it's just there's so much prep that goes into it um but after this john we're playing conquest <laughs> yes um for sure yeah i played nords uh which are like the big viking dudes uh my list is pretty straightforward uh and it got bloated up the night before we'll talk about it later um but yeah, I ran like a big old muscled like melee dude from a hero called a blooded. Uh, he was in a unit of trolls, which are trolls. Uh, and they were backed up by Uger, which are Um It's very straightforward. I don't have to justify anything like John does for his orcs because they're so weird. Like it's mm-hmm. it is what it is on the tin. Uh And I got two games in uh, first against uh, sh- one of the shop owners, Eric, who I have played like many times. And it's always fun. Uh, and neither of us knowing the system was very interesting. We were able to kind of like help each other look up rules and stuff and see what sort of intuitive knowledge we can glean from our other game experience to like use here in positioning and stuff. Uh, and neither of us really knew our armies. So like, that's a fun time. No one can really Uber build when you don't know shit about what's Uber building. Um, and we had a heck of a game. I lost my first game, but it was quite close. Uh. And then, second game, I fought John's uh, Wadroon. Won mm. that one. A um, I tried to steal his fish. Uh, he yelled at me that I wasn't allowed inside of his red lobster. It was, it was a whole time, a whole thing. We said free crab tomorrow. You showed up today. It was bad. We had to escort you out. I won unlimited shrimp salad and breadstick. And you told me that was the wrong restaurant and kicked me out. It's true. Sorry. Go back to the waste with you. Um, And uh, similarly, like, I played two games. I could have done a third, but, like, I did not want to just be about business. Like, if everybody's having a good time chatting, asking questions, sharing list ideas, hobby ideas, um, why dampen that just to push for, like, a third game in a league when, like, you know you're going to get two more games in the next month anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had a hell of a time, despite being exhausted, because it's deer season, uh, like, I was in a deer blind at 6.30 in the morning, uh, waiting for sun to rise so I could read the rule book for the first time. <laughs> I woke up to a
1: picture from Joe in a deer blind with a the Conquest rule book in the like, frame. And it says, is this what country gaming is? <laughs> I'm like, you miserable
0: piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's true, it's true. I didn't get a sink I didn't see hide or hair of a deer that day, but I did learn my conquest rules decently. Um, so there's, that, that's a benefit, right? That works. Uh, and despite being absolutely pooped, god, so much fun. Um, and, like, this is, I think, where I want to start, kind of, get into, like, how it went for each of us, and how we sort of felt about it. Like, Obviously, vibes are good. We're both really feeling our armies. But, like, what are you liking or what are you feeling now that you've played a couple of games and you're sort of set up to do more? Also, you know, you've hobbied on a number of their miniatures. You've built a number of their miniatures. Like, what are you thinking? So, like, first off, I'm going to hit with hobby, right? Where, Mm -hmm. like,
1: there's some challenges still there. or like, I think some of the models are difficult to put together. Uh, The instructions aren't very clear, nor are they very, like, consistent Mm -hmm. um which i think is an issue but if you're a more veteran player like putting them together really isn't all that hard and the benefit is that unlike gw kits where they're all single posed a lot of these models are really like customizable which is very very good um and like their resin is surprisingly great uh like i have a resin character sign of conquest way better than gw resin Mm -hmm. Uh, huge fan right that part great painting them Larger scale means that it is way more fun to paint. Uh, there's a lot less finicky details on the models because what's impressive about them is their size and their, like, interesting design, not necessarily the 20 billion skulls and gigalls on them. Mm-hmm. Which is really, really good. They take to paint really well, specifically contrast paint. I think a lot of people had, like, contrast style painting done on their models
0: for the event, and it all looked pretty good. It did. Like, um, shout out to Drew. Hey. Uh, who, it, like, did an entire army in, like, a week, almost, of Old Dominion. And that was largely yeah. contrast. I think that was, like, 90% contrast. And the big minis with the big recesses, the big details, the big embossings, like, it just... The contrast It works works well there. It works really well. Um
1: and having them on these bases, like these square bases that the single this the round bases go into makes it a lot easier to like move them around and store them and like magnetize them. And also because you don't like if you wanted to, you could take out some of the models from the units. Um you could like make more creative hobby stuff with it. You could make each um, plate a little diorama if you wanted to. Like, yeah, it, it's very, very cool. Like, I really enjoy that aspect for hobby for me, uh, but game-wise is where I was the most impressed. Um, like, playing the game felt um, very back and forth. It felt very engaging of, like, I can make a mistake and then try to recover. I can learn from my mistake and not just get rolled over. Like, there was a lot of back and forth, back and forth. They're like, it isn't just alpha strike my opponent or like shoot them to death or like punch them really hard or have an invincible army, like mobility matters. The ability to like maneuver correctly matters. There's a lot of skill involved with the game in how you move, how you deploy, where you're going to rotate, where you're going to charge, how much like are you going to risk on letting your opponent activate before you, like setting up your cards for how you're going to activate and in the process in which you're going to activate. Like, there's so many layers and depths to the game that I can't imagine getting boring. And that's not even, that's before we get into the factions themselves, where, like, I've, I've read through a whole bunch of the factions, and but, like, specifically with Wadroon. Every unit can take a different um, chant, mm-hmm. and that drastically change how you play the faction. So you can build, take the same models, and build, like, four or five different lists. Without changing any of the models in the list, just changing what upgrades and like secondary choices you do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, And that doesn't even get into like the upgrades on the actual characters, which again, change how the game goes. So it's like a game that is built to be played as a game. Like the models are beautiful and they're worth collecting and they're great. But the idea is from a design point standpoint that I'm saying is that you collect the models to then play with them as much as you possibly can. And I think that's great for a game
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and i think both those things really kind of pushed me into wanting to play the game but like what really really got me the most was the community right like oftentimes the communities for these games are like individual faction discords or like individual like youtube channels or individual reddit posts um not hey we're the creators of the game we're running a discord where you can interact with like the game designers and we're going to actively promote people that are like in the community and we're also all kind of signed on to help each other like learn this game and have a great time like the vibes online also immaculate the vibes in person were're immaculate I don't think I've met a bad person at all like I've just been having a good time with it like unabashedly enjoying myself in this game. And it really kind of drives me to just play the game more. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, e- even with customer service, right? Like I, I ordered uh, a bunch of stuff for their holiday sale and they messed up my order. I got sent the wrong two person starter kit, which like that's going to happen, right? I've, I've worked in my house before. I know what happens. Uh, I emailed them. They got back to me almost immediately with a, hey, uh, our bad. Uh, we're going to send you one that we're missing. Sorry, it's going to take a couple more days to get there. And uh, just the other ones, just don't worry about it. Just, that was our mess up. Just take it as an apology. Like, there was no question. It was just rat. Uh, on top of that, like, Golf the clap. fact that
0: they're... Golf claps,
1: Yeah. And they're coming from Greece. And they got here, <laughs>
0: even with the mess up, within like two weeks... And during the holidays and like peak season. Yes. Like I I cannot begin to put
1: into words how much they care that you get your order and you get it on time. Like there are still things from GW I've wanted to buy for eight months and I can't. Like
0: I can't, I'm i so happy I was able to buy models for this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm sad that's the bar, but I love it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like... I mean, sure, they have issues because everyone has logistics issues right now. Uh, Some distributors are having some issues. But at the end of the day, like, you can get stuff from their website. And, like, their sales, like, their Christmas specials are actual Christmas specials. Like, yeah, they're not discounting the models. But they're instead just giving you more stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're putting it as if new people are going to get it. Like, I, I effectively bought two whole armies and... Or two whole games, that me and my roommate split.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about it? It's like, a hell of a way in. It is. Like, and I, I the I think it helps with the onboarding. It does. Yeah. And you know, free rules, free rules help. We talk about that a lot here. Free rules, great. And an app that's good.
1: Yeah, that's good. App's really easy to use. There's only one complaint, and that's it doesn't autosave.
0: That's true. You have to hit the save button. But like, oh no, that's my complaint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It works. Um, Yes, I felt similar. Uh, For me, I am grabbed mechanically. For me, what felt nice was how much like movement mattered. Um, Mm -hmm. Sort of a player's deployment skill in some games matters less, right? Like, we have all played tabletop war games where, like, no matter how well you deployed, you were doomed. You were alpha struck. Uh, you were in cover. You were behind buildings. You were out of line of sight. It didn't matter. You were dead turn one anyway. Um, you know, everything had 180 inch ranges. It ignored line of sight. It ignored negatives to kill you. Like, you, it, you know, in those moments, you really do feel like, well, damn, like, my positioning here didn't matter at all. Um, here it is not the case. Uh, my game against John largely I won it because my Uger, like yeah, the Uger hit hard, but the Uger made it into John's flank twice, not once but twice. Uh, boy howdy, <laughs> like it was kind of hard to pull off, but because I did my reward was making John's leadership terrible. Like, he had to re-roll all of his his successful leadership checks. And that means more damage. And the beautiful thing about that is that I saw it coming. Like,
1: it wasn't a gotcha. I could see where it was going to happen to me. And I had an opportunity to try to position and move around it. And I did end up making some choices to try to do that, but it just wasn't enough Mm -hmm. because of the situation on the table. But, like, the fact that it was predictable and you could see it feels more healthy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, oh, I just, like, oh, uh, like,
0: counterspells are cool, but when, like, someone is running a all-counterspells list. Yeah, it's kind of poopy. You know, it's one thing for a person to go, ha-ha, on a one-up, I get to interrupt your movement and teleport this unit within two inches of your battle line, good sir. I'm very smart. Um, and like, how, how are you supposed to know that's comic? How are you supposed to, uh, but here, you know, you could appreciate your opponent's tactics. They make good moves. You see the good moves. GG. Um, mm-hmm. and I like that. Uh, and that also plays into the command stack because the conquest, it isn't, I take my whole turn. John takes his whole turn. It is, we both secretly build activation stacks each one of our units is on a little card that we put upside down, face down, that neither of us gets to look at each other's stack. We roll, person who wins a roll-off gets to reveal the top card of their stack, that card activates, does all of its stuff. goes to the other person, you reveal your top card, does all of its stuff. You back and forth until you're out of cards. Uh, and what that means is you have to sort of play mind games. You have to predict what your opponent's gonna do. You have to pick your activation order. You have to, you know, hedge your bets and risk what you're going to let not activate for a minute and what you're going to activate early on. And um, that's sometimes a hard decision. <laughs> and I like it. I, I like being put in those positions. Um, and I really enjoy a, a game where, like, macro strategy matters that much rather <laughs> than just, like, micro memorization. If that makes sense. Um. And like. Obviously I was tired from deer hunting. But also. Uh. Friday night they released like a new. Uh. I don't know what they call them. Uh. Rules sheet. For uh. This werewolf hero. Which is so cool. I wish I could order the werewolf hero. I want the werewolf. Like I want to order werewolves and a werewolf hero. Um. And that blew up my list. Like my list became illegal Friday night. We were going to play Saturday morning. Um. Which is inconvenient. And like that's kind of scary. And it it was one of those moments of oh crap how am I going to play. Like my list is illegal. Like all the upgrades I gave to my blooded. That gave him the upgrade uh, to be like a werewolf and run around with uger. No longer legal. Oh no what do I do. But because the app updated immediately. And it was easy to use. I could work my way through it. You know sitting there within about 20 minutes come up with another list option playing around with some points, boop, 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 save, done. And that's cool. Uh, and it means that they're putting out some regular updates, which I'm quite a fan of. Uh, and to second jobs thing, vibes are immaculate. Like, I, I just have no complaints. Everybody mm-hmm. was chill. We're all learning, uh, trying to help each other remember rules, even if that means, like, reminding you of something that could hurt me. Like, that's... It's very friendly. It's nice. It's really nice um yeah and it i think that vibe and again this could just be like our 10 man group for this area but and maybe just our online interactions are very quarantined and we're lucky but i'm okay with that um still feeling good to me yeah like oh no i'm having a great time (laughs) don't pitch me let me dream um yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that vibe keeps up the whole league and it just sort of fosters everyone learning as we grow up to like a thousand points and then fifteen hundred and eventually two K. Um, and I get a T-Rex. I want a T Rex so bad. Werewolf.
1: I <laughs> want a big my, Viking werewolf guy. My T Rex needs to fight your werewolves. <laughs>
0: I think the T-Rex... Which
1: is a sentence I have wanted to say since I was 12. I love it! I
0: think your T-Rex probably wins that fight. Uh, sorry. Uh, ice giant! Um, and then I throw my ice giant at your T-Rex, and we just sit back and play the little like clip of, let them fight. And then, you know, monster action figure noises ensue. Yeah, we make just like King Kong movie sounds. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, welcome to Skull Island. Get dunked. Um, yeah, I'm really excited going forward. Um, and I think that's kind of where we want to wrap up is like, we have, we've had this first impression sort of, we set the scene for where we were, how it went for us for our first actual get together, how we felt about it, what we liked, you know, some of the stuff we didn't like with like some modeling difficulties. Um, now to the future. Cause boy, howdy, I think there's some future in it. Uh, yeah, I think. First off, the League, off, we're running with it. Like, we're going to keep doing the League.
1: Yeah, like, League's, like, that's a foregone conclusion. We are going to play this. We are going to finish it. It's going to be a great time. We're in it all the way to 2K. Like, <laughs> we, we might even be roping other people in. Like, that's 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 where we're at with this. Like, we've got, me and Joe originally got into it. was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to play it. It'll be fine. And our hubris that our local friend group that plays these games, we're gonna just going to let us do that. Whereas, like, some of them have just been like, oh, yeah, I bought a box. For the holiday deal. The other one's like, I bought a box for the holiday deal. Third one's like, I'm interested in three of the factions. (laughs) And a fourth one going, hey, what's up? I read the rule book. And I'm like, you ain't read a rule book for Age of
0: Sigmar in your life. You just read a goddamn rule book. Like, where the hell do you come from? I don't understand. What bat signal we turned on? We expressly told ourselves we were going to keep this quiet. Okay? We're not pitching it to anybody we're not trying to tell anybody what they should buy. Not coming to anyone, protestatizing for the game. Because we went, oh, it's probably a little too crunchy. I don't know if anyone's gonna like it. We were wrong. hmm Apparently so wrong. Yeah. But uh yeah, we're gonna be playing a lot more, that's for sure. Um also in the future, like I don't know, what are the things that I think is really cool is they have this program called the Vanguard program. Which, like, yeah, I'd heard the term, but I didn't know what it was before this. Yeah, like, I kind of, like, I heard about it originally,
1: and I was like, oh, so it's like every, like, pseudo-ambassador program for, like, every game, where they're like, hey, do free labor for us, and we will, like, give you, like, head pats, and, like, a thank you thing. Like, you get a little paper certificate, and maybe a pizza party, if you're lucky. (laughs) It's only Little Caesars. (laughs) uh but no like the the actual Vanguard program has like a heavy amount of support behind it from Parabellum uh and has like clear guidelines and for like what the intent is and there's like application processes and a bunch of other stuff like actually matters it's more than just like hey uh like uh, get six people to play the game like it's like an actual program to help create and foster good community
0: in the game both online and in person mm-hmm and that, like, if you get into it and you do quite a bit of it, there's even some like monetary rewards that you can use mm-hmm. as prize support for your little like community building sessions and
1: stuff. Yep, That's and cool. there's special there's special stuff that gets sent to them. Not like, um, for those of you who play Magic, you know, like there used to be these Judge promo things where you would get like Judge cards or like Judge stuff. Um, there's these minis they give out, like they gave out to ambassadors recently or out uh, vanguards recently. That were like concept art minis for the new factions coming, that you should give out at your like your events and stuff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like conceptually, I love that. That's great.
0: Here's the thing: give it away. I love that. Um, and it isn't just run tournaments, because really that's what I thought it was. Like when they mentioned like oh yeah we build community," it was, my brain was just like okay yeah they want you to run competitive tournaments. Not the case. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much more broad, you know, hobby days, paint days, play days, you know, like a tournament is also fine. Um, but they have a, they seem to have a more open-minded approach for how to grow a community rather than just be competitive run event. And And I think that that might speak to the company.
1: And it goes to their design for narrative as well. Um, and factions. Like, all the new factions get voted for by the community, which I think is great. Like, that is phenomenal. That they're like, they we have, these are the things we're thinking about doing, pick which ones you guys like the most. But then also, like, they have voting for where the story goes it, through something called The Living World, which we will absolutely have a whole episode on, um, just saying. Like, foreshadowing there. Uh, the it, It's just good. Like, I, it is a level of engagement with it that is fun and in like like it's it's a good time it's not like yelling in the 40k lore reddit of just like could sang, could siggudius clap st celestine's cheeks i bet she could i bet he could i bet he I bet he absolutely could like no it's like oh like let's talk about the nature of
0: violence through the guise of orc dinosaurs <laughs> what <laughs> and factionalism through two vikings a opposing realistic Religious sects, <laughs> yeah, like and you wild. You choose how this is gonna end. You could choose like that's one of the the story pitches I was recently reading. Is like it was after a battle in the nord lands and there's like a jarl with these two like raiders on their knees, bound like prisoners, explaining like, oh well, shitheads, like this battlefield didn't have to exist, and it was essentially friendly fire in a civil war. You turned two halves of my troops against each other to fight over religious differences because you're being played against each other by two different sects of priests. Oh no, what's that in the distance? Is that a giant monster right here coming to eat the dead and you? Huh, I'm going to leave you one knife and we're all going home. Decide if you cut your own bonds or the other person's or slit his throat. I doubt I'll see you again. And he leaves. And then the community gets to choose. What happens? Like, okay. Who gets the knife? Is it the guy of religious faction A or B? Okay. Does he, like, does he kill the other person? Does he try to save them? Or does, like, the other one jump him? Your choice. And, okay, you've chosen that they're... Gonna help each other. Okay, here's another short story a little later where they're doing it. Obviously, they've been injured. Do they treat one another? Do they let the other die? Mm. Do they rest? Do they not? Like, you are choosing how this little tale plays out, and by your choices, maybe affecting the overarching tale. It's like a collective choose-your-own-adventure story. It is. It's I was just going to say, it was like the uh, those Goosebumps novels where you choose your own tales and you put in like yeah. a bajillion bookmarks for like, ah, piss, I died again. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's great. You don't die. In I'm this all one. about it. The characters you're reading about might die, but you'll be fine. Um, yeah, it's cool. I like it. Uh, and it makes me more interested in the lore, to be honest, um, which is... It, kind of impressive because I already like the lore. Like, I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to have a moment of open vulnerability. I'm a lore whore. I am. I'm a slut for lore. I do terrible, terrible things for a cool novel. I would. Uh, So, like, when you show me a cool game, I'm always in it for the lore. I'm going to memorize it. I can't help it. It's what my brain do. It just catalogs it. I, it pushes out all the useful information. It fills it with this. And this game did that, but there's a different tinge of flavor there that is sort of, like, just sticking in my craw in interesting ways. And while I'm, like, at work, I'll just sort of think on various little interactions, ask myself some questions, and I want to know more. Um, And to that end, like, I think from reading YouTube comments, there are a lot of people out there who also want to know more. And they want to know about, like, the fluff and even some of the mechanics for these games. Because I guess mm-hmm. it, it doesn't look like there's a lot of content made around it. Um, there is not. There's not a lot of content out there. Like, there's some battle reports. Not a lot. Some. Um, Doug from 2 Plus Tough does incredible lore videos. Highly recommend them. Um, but th- there's not a lot beyond that that I'm finding. Um, and I'm interested enough that in the future, like, I'm going to just go ahead and, like, spill the beans. We're going to be talking about the fluff. Like, we're just, we're going to talk about the fluff. Um Yeah. I mean, I I don't think we're going to stop there
1: either. I think that we're going to talk about the fluff. We're going to talk about some of the mechanics, but like hard caveat there. (laughs) We are not going to come at that from the concept of experts because we are new to this. (laughs) Uh, If anything, we're probably going to be sharing with you our journey of like understanding and learning this game and sort of like where we're going through with it. Um, Because you might be experiencing similar if you're getting into the game, right? Like uh, we're not going to pretend like we're like top tier tournament players here. We're not like we're not. We're like, hey, what happens when I bring, like, uh, f- six Braves in a unit with, like, a Chieftain? Like, neat. Other people would be like, eh, hey, whatever, it does this. Like, I don't know. Like, this is new to me. Like, we're going to talk about what, like, what's fun, what's cool,
0: why do we engage with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what sort of stuff was sticking points for us, and how did we get around it? Like, yeah. you know, from a perspective of what we got. Uh, rather than, like, a perspective of, I'm an expert, I am almost omnipotent, here is the end-all all Um, because, like, that's really the thing I want to do with this, is, like, I don't want to try to come at this from an angle that isn't true, and, like, that we know a lot about this, because we really don't. We're really far more passionate than we are educated, and that's just generally true. Um, but it's especially true here. Uh... So the stuff we make is just going to be the stuff we're interested in. Uh, so I think in the near future, you could probably see us doing sort of like an overarching lore of Conquest video. Just talking about the like the highest viewpoint. What is the world? And some of the movers and shakers in it. Um, maybe after that, put out some fluff about the Nords. About the Wadroon. About the Old Dominion. Because it's the stuff that we think is really cool. Uh, and we just see where it takes us but like we're having a really good time and I uh, I think it would be a shame to waste this passion Just to do some more topical videos y'all um, yeah, I think
1: Not to get too deep on the podcast But I think this show for us is best whenever we are just doing the thing that feels good for us mm-hmm. um, like we're, Obviously, we're not like huge in the content creation scene um uh, and I think that we just care more about being genuine and talking about our experiences than we do about actually, like, getting a ton of views or subscribers or money or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, well, we, we, this costs us money to do. We make negative yeah. money. Yeah, it's fine. It's, I mean, it is fine because we talk about the things we're passionate about. Um mm-hmm. So y'all out there, please. Uh, we are new to Conquest. And there are so many perspectives we do not have. Very much so. Uh, You all have been delightful when, uh, like, coming to the videos and putting comments for, like, requests and wanting more of this. So, hey, y'all, we're doing more of it. Uh, this is my ask, though. If you wouldn't mind, uh, in the comments of this video or, you know, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to send it, uh, for the people who really interested in Conquest and want more and you want sort of particular stuff, please send it over. Um... You know, we don't know what we don't know, but if you sort of prompt us with some topics that you want to hear talked about, much like the scale video, uh, you know, we can. And I I would love to take this opportunity to do that. If y'all have particular things you want us to take a look at that we might not even know exist yet. And then we can circle back on it and have a good time together. I yeah, uh... think that's really fun for all of us. Yeah, we just we're
1: we're jazzed about conquest. We want to talk about it more. Like stay stay subscribed, stay liking, yada yada yada. But really, just reach out about the stuff you want to hear about, and we will talk about it. Like it'll be a great time. And if you're new, if you are absolutely jiving with conquest like we are, look for their event calendar. Look for a local vanguard. If you're in Kentucky, there's one in Louisville. There's some stuff in Cincinnati. I don't think there's anything in Lexington yet. I don't know about Southern Kentucky. But, like, Columbus has a huge scene up in Columbus. There's some bunch of stuff in Cleveland. Like, look for it. It's probably there. And if not, maybe try to start it. Like, I think this game can get way
0: more people into it. It's just so much fun. Yeah, there's something there. And maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Uh, But there's some combination of not needing, like, a ton of very particular terrain, plus, like, more affordable miniatures... And the less minis overall, that just makes it more approachable from a logistics and side. huge tabletop simulator scene. So, like, yeah, is that too? that's true. You can play online. Um, and I love that. More people, the better. Uh, we're going to be over here hobbying away on Conquest because we got a thousand point date on the ninth. Um, for now, though, that's been all of our opinions. Bonafide and Kentucky Fried. We'll see you all in the next video.